<laughs> Welcome to my life. I'm trying to get it, dog. <laughs> Paperwork's and emails, man. Paperwork, email, <laughs> supplement, supplement, email, phone That's call. That's it. Meeting, 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 meeting after the meeting to discuss the meeting that you just had. Meeting to meet about next week meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get done, you got to have an unofficial meeting because you didn't understand the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you type shit down or doing yeah, the yeah. side text of the meeting. Now, what did this mean exactly? What the fuck are they talking about in this one? <laughs> Everybody phone go off at the same time. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get done. <laughs> and do this, do like slide, 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 look. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, I watch this in the meeting, but like, yeah. hey, Yo, 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 hey, what's going on? It's Whiskey Therapy. Uh-huh. We're back at it again with another episode, man. Uh, uh, cheers to you early just because I'm in a great mood and, you know, it is what it is. Uh, um, yeah, brand new world, baby. Thank you to our first-time listeners. Thank you to returning listeners. Thank mm-hmm. you to the new listeners that are going to catch us down the line. Um, and thank you also for the people that come in and we piss you off and you never come back again. I also yeah. want to thank you for even taking the time to be mad at us is mm. greatly appreciated. Being mad um, takes effort. Bang, man. What's good, bro? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Got a little bit of sleep last night, laid back morning, you know, sitting on the couch, butt naked, drinking coffee, thinking um, about all the shit I want to do and all the shit I shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a good it was morning. a long night then. <laughs> hey, it was a good night and a good morning, it's man. It's a long ass night. You it's know? a long ass list of things. Some people don't like quiet time, but. It was a good morning, man. Good morning. Yeah, man. Quiet, quiet brings out those demons and those echoes, man. It really makes yourself reflect and look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing a lot of that now. Yeah. Um, with a lot of crazy shit going on with with private parties and, and people getting back out, man. It's it's really yeah. taking a toll on folks, especially with the conversation about uh, whether or not to send kids back to school. Boy, that's man. this this make you look at everything different now. Yeah. You know, like your your regular friends, you look at. I'm like, man, I don't know. He kind of look kind of dirty. I don't, mm. don't want to be hanging out with him. <laughs> back, you know? back in old school, you look at it, well, well, she look clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what the yeah, fuck does that yeah, mean? <laughs> yeah. They say, hey, girl, next time you take your picture, take them clothes off your bed <laughs> before you post it. <laughs> take them off the bed, get that sock from behind you that's on the floor, shit like yeah. that. Hey, man, probably, probably shield the camera away from where your headboard's supposed to be on yeah, your bed. Yeah, cereal bowls. Hey, man. <laughs> We stop. Hey, hey, this is not just targeted towards women. We know some nasty ass dudes out there that have the same thing. Look, you can smell their room from the pictures. Like, bro, they just—it's uh, just all kind of uncomfortable smells in that room <laughs> yeah, with you yeah. and your fellas in that PlayStation. Yeah. And look, I'm gonna tell you now: if you post some pictures on the internet, I judge anybody who has a TV that's mounted and the cords run down. If that's the room you taking pictures in, just pick another room, bro. I'm just <laughs> like, just get this shit fit, get it taken care of, man. It just—it is what it is. I'm out here about you turning your drawers inside out. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. I'm gonna move. We gonna move past. We gonna move past that. On, we gonna man. move past that. We gonna on. move past that. No, we gonna talk about. We gonna talk about the the, the hard decision a lot of people have now well, about, you know, about sending people, their kids you know, back. Been at home every day, so they don't even take no shower. It's like fucking. I ain't going nowhere. Yo, it's been a. It's been a. It's been a yeah. every other day type thing. <laughs> you know what you I mean? Leave the house. I ain't, I ain't left the house. I ain't yeah, done that. You know. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, you still need to brush your teeth. It's it's, it's also easier not, you know, <laughs> to, to not work out. He's like, oh, if I gotta work out, I mean, I gotta oh, take a shower today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to find some new motivation, boy. We'll talk about that one later, though. Mm. So, kids going back to school. What you what you think? Tell me what you think. Uh, I I wouldn't do it. Um, and that's me, you know, speaking now from a new father perspective. I I I wouldn't do it. 
um, but I do understand that people that don't have a choice. So I'm saying from a lens of if I had a choice that I can do something different, uh, I would make every effort to do something different just because I, I just don't believe in the fact that, you know, I, I have friends that are sending their kids to school at a young age and maybe two, three, four, five years old, but everybody else is still working from home. So it's not safe for you to go out into the public and go to work and be around people, but you're going to send your child out, right? So that's mm-hmm. one. That's one on the side. I'm, okay. I'm talking uh, absent of anything where children are lower risk, absent of anything like that. And it's not age. It don't matter what child. You're yeah, talking about exactly. just kids, period. Under just, 18, Just kids. Boom. Just kids, period. Okay. It's, okay, so that's the first thing. Everybody else is staying safe and quarantining by staying in the house, and you're going to let your child go out into the world. That's one thing. On the other side of it is – even if you let, even if the children go and the children are fine and nothing's happening, they're low risk. They're still the teachers, the faculty and staff that, mm-hmm. that teach them now. Now they're at risk, right? They're at risk from kids being carriers and then passing it to them or them passing it to each other. Uh, so now we have a shortage of qualified and paid and, and adequately paid teachers now, just as it is. Yeah, well, so we already had a shortage on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As, as it is now, and, and mm-hmm. now you're gonna you, you're gonna thin those numbers out. You said adequately, adequately. Qualified and paid. Yeah, I got to touch both. Yeah, you I got to touch both. Way now. I got to touch both because I'm always amazed at the people that are <laughs> teachers now that we grew up. <laughs> it's like they let you mold young minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You shaping the youth. <laughs> you shaping the youth. Come on, that's, man. And that's the conversation we may touch on that today. It's just the people that have responsibilities <laughs> now. When you grew mm-hmm. up with them and you were friends with them, and it's like you are in charge of what now? Yeah. <laughs> As well, a profession, there's a whole lot of friends we look at like that though. Mm. A whole lot. Some of them look at us like that. I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely, especially when they realize what we do for a living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> hey, 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 watch, watch yourself. I'm watch not, not going to do it. I'm uh-huh. not going to do it. Watch out now. I'm going to pass, I'm going to pass. So that's, it's, it's a lot of risk, and it seems like the, the, the first people, outside of the first responders that have, all, mm-hmm. that have had to go nonstop, it seems like now if there's going to be a pandemic or anything that's going on, the first, the first trial that we're going to do is going to be kids. Like these are going to be the first. We're going to test this theory out. On children, and I and that's now as almost forty years old. Anybody that's twenty one and below is a child to me now. So I'm just mm-hmm. I'm I'm making it a wide range because we're going to talk about college students in a second. Right. Anybody under twenty one is a child, mm-hmm. and we're using them as guinea pigs of of a system that hasn't been fully vetted and hasn't been fully planned out. So that's that's my spiel. What do you yeah. feel about it? So what have you seen? So I, I don't agree with it either. Uh, my first thing is because kids just nasty. <laughs> That's the first thing. Some of it that they don't know no better. Some of it they don't care. But kids yes. is just nasty. Yes. You know. You know. Yes. My my thing is. You know. I don't dislike kids. Mm. But I don't like most of them either. Yeah. But just like we know when they're younger, they run around. They got Cheetos in their shirt and shit and snotting. Yes. Kids nasty. You're not gonna be able to keep them clean and keep them separated no. and all that stuff. It's just not mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. And then the older the kids get, you're not gonna be able to socially distance them. Not at all. It's not gonna be possible. You can't get adults to socially distance. There's no mm-hmm. way you're gonna get kids in high school. Or middle school to, to socially distance, mm-hmm. you know? or college. Yeah, or college. You've been either. quarantined and you just getting back on yeah, the yard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 open season. Yeah, you know when you get to college, so all that it's 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 a bad idea. And then secondarily, it's it's kind of like you said. Now these these kids and these teachers got to go home. Yeah, and you don't yes. know who they have at home that they can affect. Yes. You know, whether they got parents or aunts, mm-hmm. uncles, grandparents. You know, they might have other siblings that's not going to school because they got underlying issues. Yeah. But they going to school and coming home. So I just don't see it working out or panning out the way that they want it to be. I understand that 
school is an important social aspect of life. Mm-hmm. But missing a year or so, that's not gonna change. It's anything. not the end of the world. It's not no, the end of the it's world. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change anything. No. It's. It's not gonna affect these kids. You know. Now, no. if it was gonna be something permanent, it would be different. Yeah. But to take some extra time and, and continue homeschooling. Yeah. Now, there's gonna be some kids. This. This. This dumber than the, the dumb kids already were. Mm-hmm. Because at homeschool, they just not gonna do it. Yeah, or they don't have the uh, ability to learn it the same way they would in class because some parents just just unfortunately can't help their kids with homework once they get to a certain point. Third grade, <laughs> you know, can't, they can't do the math or, or they yeah. can't they can't do the word problems or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So there's there's going to be some things that are going to affect it, but overall in the big picture, I don't think it's it's worth sending them back. Yeah, and I, you touched on some things, too, that I've been having frequent conversations about. It, it seems to me and that parents have put more burden than necessary on people outside of the home to teach their kids. Mm-hmm. Right? And I get a lot of, well, my kids are at home, and I can't keep up, and I can't do this, and it's hard trying to teach. I understand if you're busy and there's other things that you're doing and you're splitting your time. I understand. You know, you have a full-time job, eight hours a day, do what you do. Um, but now I think, on the, taking the other approach to it, I think this is an opportunity for parents now to get more involved in their child's education and what their, child's, what their children learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know how you feel about it, but I felt that the educational system when I came through it was, was a farce for, for, for most of it. 90% of the stuff that administrators and teachers deem important um, really holds no stock. In adult life it doesn't for majority of people it doesn't unless you want to be a school teacher or a college professor um, a lot of things just don't they shouldn't be weighted the same way as they're weighted in school right you should learn about physics you should learn about chemistry but it probably shouldn't have the same weight as finances it probably shouldn't have the same weight of uh, learning how to run a business being safe uh, home ownership or land ownership or mm-hmm. anything that we have to do on a day-to-day basis yeah, right simple organ organizational skills organization running meetings teamwork any of that stuff right social mm-hmm. skills speaking public speaking teaching things like that mm-hmm. um, there should be there should be a lot of other things that are weighted differently um, than what we have now but now I think is if, if in, in my mind I'm thinking if, if I had a child that was school age it's more of what can I teach them now, now that I have the time here, that's not the same as what they're learning in school, mm-hmm. but actually the things that they're going to need when they become adults. Things that's going to help them maneuver through life. Yeah, that. So to me, and to me, the important shit. Yeah. So how much of the important shit now can I teach the kids? Just take out the, oh, they got to learn how to do multiplication and division and all this shit and show their work. Not really. Everything's on fucking Google. Everything, there's calculators on your phones. Every answer's on Google if you need it. To be honest with you, if you teach your kids to be resourceful, meaning how to find answers, rather than memorizing things so they can regurgitate them, they'll be a lot better off as citizens, right? And let's focus on the things that they really need to focus on. So that's that's how I feel about it. I also, I'm just not in favor of sending children out into, into these things. So that's where I got at it. I don't know if you had any conversations with people yeah, about it. Yeah, you know, I continuously have conversations, you know, even though I don't have kids. That's amazing because you don't uh, continuously have conversations. So that well, is. I, I wanna, continuously have conversations put a, put that. with mostly the same people, but periodically, right. you know, I run into these conversations. And a lot of them I don't even start, but because people know that I haven't been married or because they know I don't have kids, then they want to get my opinion on, on certain matters. 
You know, now, now my thing about kids at home is that for a long time, our society has gotten away from the point that your core family is the first teacher of a child. Yes. Everything that you learn, your patterns, uh, your, your ability to listen, all those mm-hmm. things come from that core family. Yes. You know, if everybody's talking all the time, then normally you're going to be talking all the time because you're going to be fighting to get words in. Mm-hmm. So that personality is going to spill over for you. So now when you go out, you're going to feel like you have to talk over people because that's what you have to do at home mm-hmm. in order to be heard. Yeah. So I think that the the math and the physics and if they learn in Spanish and all these things, these things are useful as far as intelligence or as far as the ability for for building blocks for the basics of life mm-hmm. but when you start talking about the ability to maneuver through life yeah the simple things like watching somebody's body language paying attention to what's going on around you yeah this this is the time to, to if you haven't instilled those things in your in your kids and this is the time to teach them yeah you know this is the time to hey pay attention to what's going on around you mm-hmm. you know read between the lines mm-hmm. you know those those kind of things that that should be taught, but because of time, a lot of times it get looks over and the parents get busy and they have to work, then they fall into a point where it's like, my job as far as teaching my child is sending them to school. Yes. And I did my job. Yeah, I'm outsourcing. That's it. It's all you. It's all you. And whatever they come right. back with, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. they come yeah. back with is whatever they come back with. I did my job. I, yes. I made sure they went to school and that was my part. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's so much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much more to, you know, Making your child, you know, do some homework and just sending them off to school hoping they got it right. Yeah. You know, and then when they come back, you know, and it's wrong, you want to get on them because they didn't learn what they were supposed to learn, but you didn't take the time. Yeah. And and, and, and even past that, there's been there's been teachers now who they give direct access to parents. And so now parents can now directly email the teacher and, mm-hmm. and challenge things. Well, I don't think you taught this correctly because my kid didn't get the right grade or I, yeah. I don't I think this is unfair the way you did. Right. So you put undue stress on these people who already don't get paid enough. Yeah. And may or may not be qualified. They're buying school supplies with their own with their own funds. Uh, there's some there's some teachers now that are buying, uh, you know, covid equipment. Right. They're trying to put up plastic partitions between mm-hmm. class. They're paying with their own money to get that done. Right. Uh, and so we're putting a lot of onus on people who probably shouldn't have that level of responsibility. And I'm going to tell you, parents. And teachers, understand teachers are regular people just like you. They're the people that get drunk at the bars. They're the people who make fucked up decisions in their life. You probably don't want to put all your trust all your trust into those people with your children. Just FYI, you probably don't want to. Yes, they have training. Yes, they're better at it than, than the average person because they're trained to do it. Most of them are trained to do it. To be honest with you, I know a lot of teachers who fell into teaching because they couldn't find another job. So let's also put that in the, in the, in the realm, too, mm-hmm. right? There's... Mm-hmm. There's a good teacher, and I can say everybody that I know. The one who got the degree in general studies. Yeah, yeah. There's there's everybody that I know that came <laughs> up. They have a when you ask them, everybody has a favorite teacher normally, right? And I, I don't your entire career, you can probably tie back your best learning experience to one person. So everything from pre-K or whatever kids people putting their kids in school at two years old, from two years old to the point where you graduate from college with whatever degree in your 20s, out of all those years, 20-something years, people usually point to one teacher that was good. You know how many teachers mm-hmm. you have to go through yeah. and only have one that's good? So understand these are the same people that you are putting weight on to educate your children or, more accurately, for a lot of people, babysit your kids. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing yeah. for me too. Right. Is the babysitting yeah. your kids part? Yeah. Um, you know what I think? I think a lot of people forget that the school teacher, the school system, excuse me, is teaching your child the basics. Yeah. They're teaching them to be basic. This is what you need in society to survive. <laughs> not to thrive, not to be great. I just like the way you said that. Not to be absolutely wonderful, but <laughs> no, teach, literally, they're, they're teaching, teaching you to be basic. They I are like teaching it. your children to be basic. I do not disagree. If you can read <laughs> a little bit and you can do math a little bit, if you know a little bit of history. A little bit. All right. If you can comprehend a, what you a, read. A little bit of selective history. Just that, enough to pass. Yes. Then they put you through to the next level. Yes. Yes. So they are literally teaching your children to be basic. Yes. So if you want your child to be more (laughs) or better than basic, you have to take it upon yourself to take the time to teach them the things that you believe that they're going to need to be better and more than being basic. Yeah. You know, and then and and granted, you got private schools and uh, magnet schools and whatever you call all this other shit that they go to. More money, more money, more money. Advanced courses. And it's like, oh, you know, my my kid is graduating and they got this many hours in college credit. Yes. But when that transfers over to life, what does that mean? Uh, Shit. We are we are both at the same bar. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it means because drinks. how many people graduate from college and can never find a job? Uh, most of them. There's a lot of people who go to college to stop from getting a job. Or the problem is they, they, they go to an interview and their personality is worth shit. Yeah. Even though on paper they look good, but the personality yeah. because Whew. they haven't learned to live in the society that we live in, learn how to adjust and learn how to read people and learn how to do things accordingly like we all do in order to get what we want. Yeah, because that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. You have to have the ability to adjust and the ability to learn so that you can do the things that you have to do to get where you want to be. Players Club. Use what you got to get what you want. Yeah. That's the it. wise profit. <laughs> yeah. And like your boy saying, Hotel Artemis, we work with what we got, not what we want. That's it. Um, so I'm going to pause right there. We're going to come back to it. But I mean, we, we kind of we got on a roll and we had some shit on our mind we want to get through. But I do want to pause and, and, and I recognize the whiskeys that we are sipping on today. So mm. I am oh, yeah. on uh, Uncle Nearest, 1884. Get it so you guys can see it. There you go. Uh, 93 proof. Um, you know, I'm gang gang. So, you know, black owned whiskeys, vodkas, anything else. Um, I keep some in my stock. Um Again, if you don't know the story about Nearest Green, go Google it. I won't give you the spiel here. Uh, but uh, but Fawn Weaver's been doing a very great job uh, of getting the story out there and turning this into a profitable business. So anything that I can do to support, I support. Uh, I also have some bottles of these. I attempted to give some of these away, uh, which uh, you never realize how difficult it is to give away free liquor. Apparently, just people... You know, fuck you over themselves. To give it to me. Uh, nah, because it's easy to give you free liquor. <laughs> oh, I just oh, it in your people, glass. but not me. Okay. Yeah, fine, yeah. This man. is this is for the listeners, bro. Like we we oh, get well, we get this. Shit, they better say I've something. I've been trying man. to give listeners and followers Close free mouth, free bottles because every time I go, you know what I mean. Every time I go to a liquor store to pick up these, I pick up five or six bottles, right? Um, and I get the different years on here too. So I may I may open it up again. Uh, for somebody to get some some free bottles of uh, Uncle Nearest whiskey, and it'll be some other things too. So, Bane, what do you got? What do you got today? Man, this is this is that uh, shout out to No Socks is still on his sabbatical. Hey, you know, still searching for that meaning of life, Casey Kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? AKA Catfish. So I'm sitting on this one of, one of his favorites on this Woodford Reserve. 
Mm-hmm. This uh, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. There I like go, when he's got bourbon whiskey. Hey, I, like, I, like, special, I, like, I like. I like. when he changes to his voice. It's that Billy Dee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that late night. You know what hey, I mean, man. Hey, y'all. It's that Wolf of Reserve, women, Kentucky women, straight women, bourbon whiskey. Women be easy. That's what he gonna hit you with. Yeah, you get him on that it's, late it's, night. It's, it's ninety proof, but this is one of the things Ooh. my man socks like. He actually left this uh, half a bottle at the house, so I figured I'd drink it today and shout it out to him. Uh, he left because it, it was ninety. He used to that. He used to that hunting. He's like, man. "Hey, man, you can have this. You can have yeah, this, man. This that, you know, this more your speed. I take it. I right, take man, it, bro. You know what I, you know, I, I add it to the with the rest of. I, I still appreciate you inching your proof up. You on ninety? See, I, I toned it down. I'm on ninety three proof today. Yeah, this yeah, isn't I as know. bad. Uh, this is. I got as things bad. I got to do today. <laughs> You can still do those things. <laughs> I will tell you one of the easiest things that I do. I, I do like the taste of uh, straight bourbon or whiskey. I normally drink it straight, but any times that I have things to do. Or I need to, you know, move around a little bit and be be aware. I actually cut it uh, with sweet tea. So that's mm-hmm. that's amazing thing to do. Please don't cut it with too much sweet tea because you will be twisted when you stand up. But if you you cut it with just enough, where you can still get the hit of the liquor, so you know you're yeah. drinking a drink. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the best thing in the world, especially for these these August summers. Excuse me, in Texas, you cut it with yeah. a little bit of ice, put a little sweet tea in it. Put your little bourbon in there, and I'm talking about making your own, not going to get you know something off the shelf. It's fine if you want to get the the honeys and the apples and all that stuff. It's great mm-hmm. for sipping. That stuff is too sweet for me, um, so I cut it with just a little bit so I can control it, and it's uh, an amazing thing. And you're a fan of lime, so well, if yeah. you do that and you cut yeah. it with you, some you limes know me, too and I, shake it. Oh. I hit it with a lime and shake it, or you know, worst case scenario, hit it with just a little Grand Marnier. Yeah, shake it up. Yeah, yeah. little grandma, almost like a, almost like a French connection, but uh, hey, French man. connection, but whiskey instead of cognac. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's I like it, man. Thing. I like it. We'll talk about some other cocktails too that we like because I, I do just be. This is whiskey therapy, but we do drink a lot of other uh, yeah. alcohols. Hey, I had a French connection with my brother last night. Oh man, that's old times, hey, right throwback, there. baby. That's old throwback. times. Everything went okay. Yeah, everything was good. Okay, because French connection take us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know what? Take us back to when night seems to honestly, be different. Honestly, it's because the, the bartender at the establishment we went to wasn't too good. So that I had to, had to walk them through some things, and it was just, you, you know, it's irritating when you know what you want. And, you know, shout out to all you bartenders out there. Mm. You know, I know it's a lot of crazy drinks that you're making, but you got to know how to make your basic stuff. Yeah, we don't give a you shit know? about the egg and, whites you're And if I ask you something simple like, like what kind of cognac you have and you don't know, yeah, then, then you're getting on my goddamn nerves. Yeah, 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 you out. You know, it's like, uh, 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 and then, like, I was drinking uh, beer. I was drinking uh, Stella Artois. And mm. I asked, I said, hey, uh, let, me get a, let, me get a, let me get a toss. Like Menage. Like Menage. Uh, <laughs> sevens, baby, all day long. <laughs> Threes and fours, so, baby. <laughs> so Six and she's like, well, we got, we got Stella, but I don't know if we got that uh, uh, whatever you said. <laughs> I said, really? We don't have that, our, our toys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't. I'm like, How long you been bartending? She said, four years. I, said, I just shook my head, dog. I said, oh, that's sad. Yeah, truth be told, she's probably a teacher, too, just yeah. FYI. Yeah. These are the people that yeah. <laughs> control yeah. She's you. like, uh, I don't know what kind of cognac we carry. Oh, Jesus. Um... Um, it made it for it made it a rough night, but it was I, over. It was, I, I, did, I, I get it, man. But yeah, I got I gotta I gotta I gotta call your family. I gotta call you, bro. He's doing big things with his with his, his book and his PR tour now. I'm glad he got a PR team that actually works well. Right. Yeah. Uh, so shout out mm-hmm. to Hostile Hostile Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep it keep it pushing, man. Uh, it's been a long road to hoe. You know, some people got to understand that this, you know, getting to success ain't short all the time. Sometimes you got to keep man. beating your head beating your head against that wall. You got to keep rolling that rock up the hill like Sisyphus, Boy. man. It is what it is. That grind, um, that yeah. grind is real. That grind is some serious. So, 
segue back to where we're going. Recently, uh, we're in Houston for the listeners who aren't here. Uh, the, mayor, the mayor, the mayor, the mayor, and, and and everybody associated is is it's a mandate now that you're going to get fined. I get like I think they said one warning, and yeah. after that you get fined. Yeah, if you're not wearing a mask at the officer's discretion in public. <laughs> in public, so you know me, what that means. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> Anytime you hear officer discretion, yeah. you know what that means. <laughs> exactly, that's my point. You, you know I, what that means for our people. I've <laughs> never fared well at officer's <laughs> discretion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, hey, I'm six three two eighty. I've never failed well at officer's discretion. You're not, ever. You're not. You're not. <laughs> so we know what that means. Officer's you're discretion. Not, you know the accent that I have to have when I'm speaking to an officer at an officer's discretion. This shit has to. <laughs> change yes <laughs> i have to turn the jeezy off and i put on gospel music yes. when they come to the car <laughs> yes sir are you with the lord the lord is great today uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yes have you ever thought about life after death <laughs> <laughs> so i got a got a pamphlet for you so, mm. so speaking about that so now now um we're we're in Houston. We're in Texas. One you know one of the hotbeds for 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 COVID nineteen, um, as well as Georgia, Florida, and a couple of other places. And so, um, in order to keep, you know, try to keep the the the, the society, the community, a little bit safer, uh, there have been things put in place now that you are going to be fined potentially if you're not wearing a mask indoors. Um, so it's it's I, I for one I, I know a lot of people have been butt hurt about this. Um, but I don't give a shit. You know, I'm comfortable wearing a mask, which may say something else to why mm. uh, at police <laughs> officer's discretion it may be different for me. Um, I, I I don't care. It's not that big a deal. Um, I look at it. I like I said. I, I I liken it always to when I tell people of seatbelts. Right there, there was a fine. You know, when it first came out with the seatbelt law and the cell phone law, right? Mm-hmm. You have to use hands free or they'll find you, right? If you're on your phone like this and you're distracted, they'll find you. If you're texting, they'll find you if they see you. Seatbelts, you're not wearing a seatbelt. It was a hundred or $150 fine, right? It's for your safety, right? It's, it's, I understand where people believe that the government or somebody is infringing upon their rights. I understand that that's a, a slippery slope to head down, but I also understand too that we, we as a society historically, um, have not been able to trust human beings to self-regulate. Um, it just it's, it's been historically proven, right? That's why we have laws in place to say no, don't do that, or we'll punish you. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't need them. If people, if everybody was a good fucking person and everybody took care of themselves and they were nice to other people and they didn't commit crime, we wouldn't need laws. We wouldn't need things that we have. So sometimes you need an adult. Or the government, quote unquote, to step in and give you some fucking rules. Like, hey, don't touch that. That's hot. It's fucking stupid. Don't do it. Um, but I get I get both sides of the story where it's a slippery slope where you feel like the government is mandating that you do something that you don't want to do. I, I completely understand where you're going. But in certain situations as this where you have the risk or the health of millions and in the United States, hundreds of millions of people, I think is acceptable to have certain rules. It's like drunk driving laws. Right. If there were no laws for drunk driving, there's still a lot of people who drive drunk. Still a lot of people who speed. Mm-hmm. We understand that nine times out of ten, they make it home okay. But that one time they don't, it's fucking catastrophic. And then people want to overreact when it's catastrophic and say, we want to do this, we want to do that, and how did this happen, and yada, 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 yada. So understand that if you have to pick and choose somebody putting a mask on you, hey, man, just wear the mask. So that's that's my view, and I don't know if you have a different view of it. Well, you're out my view is more. actually it's, it's 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 an odd view for me. I don't mind having to wear a mask. 
Yes. You know, I'm I'm like you. It's 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 just a, it's just a minor thing. It's really not enough to make Halloween every day. Make a big deal about for me. Hmm. But I also at the same time don't believe that you should have to wear one if you don't want to. Just like I don't believe you should have to wear a seatbelt if you don't want to. Okay. Now that don't mean that I don't wear my seatbelt. Go deeper cuz I I think I know where you're going with it, but, but I want you I want to go down that if, path. Because you not wearing a seatbelt is not going to cause an accident. You are not going to harm anybody else by you not, not wearing, wearing a seatbelt. Seat Correct. Okay. You are harming yourself. Now, mass, yes. in this situation, because it's only 1% or less, mm-hmm. I don't really consider making everybody have to wear a mask a thing. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. Okay. Making them wear a mask. Now, it's different if okay. they say, hey, you have to wear a mask if you go into an establishment. Yes. That I agree with. Okay. Because when you go to these public places and you're affecting everybody in the public. Yes. But if I'm just walking down the street. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not exercising. I'm just walking down the street I, or okay. something like that. Then I'm like, you can really make me wear a mask. I, I, I see where you're going. Now, you know, now I can say, hey, if you're in a public place because it affects everybody. Yeah. Then, yes, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. That I can understand. But when they just come across and just say, okay, everybody's got to wear a mask and, you know, unless you're at home or whatever. Yeah. It's 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 no. excessive. It's excessive. I get so yeah. so. If I'm understanding correctly, here's here's why I agree with you. If I'm understanding you correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. So, at any point in time, if you are doing something that could be potentially detrimental to people outside of your person, mm. uh, then I'm I'm o- I'm more okay with that because to me that's a drunk driving scenario, right? Yeah. Exactly. If you're if you're walking drunk, yeah. YOLO. If you're at home yeah. drunk. Yolo. But if yeah. you're driving drunk and have the potential to do harm to, to another other person, exactly. then we have a fucking problem. And to yeah. me, that's where I'm at with masks. If you have the potential yeah. to harm somebody else until we figure out what's going on and how it's transmitted and all that other shit, then yeah. I understand wear a mask. Now, yeah. to me, to me, I'm saying that you're not wearing a mask in a public establishment by me, breathing on me in my personal space. Now, what if I, hypothetically... Were to then view you as a threat. Yeah. You are a threat to my life, my family's life, my child's life, because you decided to come to this public establishment and risk the health of everybody here. But now, the, the question is, though, but see, this, this is the, the question, though, you have to ask is how much of a threat? You're going where I'm going. You're going where I'm going. And that's because that's what society, when they look at threats, that's what everything looks at, yeah. how much of a threat. Exactly. How can I escalate the threat to so, meet the threat? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know where yeah, I'm going yeah, with. Yeah. How you can know I go I'm one going. step above the threat you know for my safety? I you know, know where you're going. You know where I'm going. But, yeah, I know where you're going. So if the chance of, you know, less than 1% of the population has it or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then how much of a threat is that person really to you? Yes. You know? Yes. And, and my other thing, too, is I don't think that if you go to a club or a bar, you should have to wear a mask. Oh, you got to go deeper on that one. Well, the reason being is because it's not an essential place. You choose to go there. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. So you're yeah, saying you're, you're saying you're saying the choice. Everybody yeah, chose to go the there. If it's the grocery store, okay. if it's FedEx, if okay. it's things that people have to do on a regular day, yes, you know, to help society function. Yes, not talking about financially, but I'm talking about places that you have to go. Completely understand. Okay, I understand them saying you have to wear a mask. Okay, I had you know about what that. I had thought about if, that. If you're going to go to Coles and you don't wear a mask, you know what? Other people don't have to go. 
you know what? Now the business can make the decision to say, "Hey, you have to wear a mask." Yeah. So that way, if people who don't want a mask don't want to come in. Yeah. But I think I, I personally believe that 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 should be up to certain businesses, depending on the type of establishment that you have. Now, now that's an interesting point, and 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 I understand that point now that you're opting in. Or you're saying, hey, I'm okay, I understand I the under- risk. The risk, exactly. And I'm going to accept the risk, and I'm going to go yeah, anyway. exactly. you're going, right? So yeah. I, I understand it from a patron point of view now that you, you said it that way, and I hadn't heard it that way before. But now, <clears throat> let's talk about from a business owner perspective, because this is something I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> even though you opt to show up to a place of business uh, and you accept the risk, you know, there's still waivers that we need you to sign and all that stuff for, for me because, you know, I, I run the gym and, and that's what we do in, in, in there. But let's say it is a bar. Mm-hmm. So now from a business owner perspective, even if you have people that show up and they assume the risk, it is going to be inevitable that somebody is going to get sick and they are mm-hmm. going to sue the establishment. Absolutely. That's that's a risk that you take as an owner. Now, that's, that's what I'm interested in seeing and that's what I'm nervous yeah. about. You know, I think I, I honestly think a club, a bar, a restaurant should be able to make the personal decision mm-hmm. to put a big ass sign in the window yeah. that says this is not a COVID free environment. Yeah. If you choose to come here, yeah. you run the risk of yeah. catching COVID nineteen. Yeah. And if people choose to go there, yes. Then they yes. establish the fact that they're willing to take that risk. Now, if that's if that's around, if that's around, you know, like the fifty one percent signs and all, like if that's if yeah. that's there, yeah. if that's there, I think it'll, I think maybe it'll be a little easier for people to move around because it's like, look, if if you're in charge of your personal health and responsibility, mm-hmm. so if you opt in, if you opt like, hey, yellow, I'm out here, that's good for you. Now you yeah. go out there and you go into establishments that are friendly towards people with your same sensibilities. I'm right. perfectly fine with that. So right. I, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that, but that's maybe that's a a better way now to, you know, kind of kind of soothe public sentiment of, you know, I don't want people telling me what to do. If you have these certain yeah. places that are non essential, that's saying, hey, if you go to those places now, then yeah. you're assuming your risk. Yeah, exactly. And then we're, you know, your rights are your rights at that point. You assume your risk, we're out and we're not gonna stop you. And you can rock out. Like when people go to beaches, right? We've seen a lot yeah. of beaches and stuff that's been overpacked or clubs have been overpacked. Like, hey, look, yeah. if you go, if you go, yeah. that's you. And you can yeah. go. Because nobody can say that they're not aware that they should have a mask on or they're not aware yes. of the risks. Nobody at this point in the game can say that. Mm-hmm. No grown person can say that, oh, I didn't know, yeah. you know that it was a possibility that I could catch COVID-19. Yeah. You know, they might want to have a spot that's, you know, if you got antibodies, you can come party. You know, I don't know what they might want to do. You know, you got your you got there's your sense so, that you got antibodies. There's so many things. Let's get it. There's you know so many saying? things that we can talk about with this <laughs> yeah. that I don't want to talk about because it's dangerous. <laughs> but yes, I see your point. I receive your point, and we move on. <laughs> <laughs> so the other <laughs> the other part. You silly. <laughs> the I other, know, you silly. I know the, exactly what you're talking the about. The other part of this conversation <laughs> too is now it puts the burden on people to enforce those rules. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing some 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 discord. We're seeing yeah. some issues in, in the public they, now. They don't want to. They they won't, don't want to allow people to be. Re- they don't want to make people be responsible for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want to put the burden on other aspects in life. They they are, and it's and it's. There's some things that people and we talked and 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 now that I'm more versed on, you know, we're not going to talk about defunding the police here, but I just want to use it as an example. They are and just like teachers, they're the same thing. We expect more out of what should be reasonably expected out of certain professions, right? Exactly. So we exactly. expect, 
like now we're going to have instead of major crimes, now we're going to have resources geared towards you're not wearing a mask, you're not wearing a mask, you're not wearing a mask, right? And that's that's whether it's the Walmart workers at the door Mm because there have been fights there. That's the H E B people, the Kroger people, wherever it is. Now you're now you're putting regular people, employees, that ain't their job. It ain't in your job description. Yeah. To, to make somebody people. to police people, and that and that aspect is not in your job description. And then, what is the escalation point, right? Yeah. So, what if somebody says, "Fuck that, I'm coming in anyway"? Yeah. Now, what do you do? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you not. Have, yeah. I didn't. If I'm pushing baskets at Walmart, yeah. I'm not finna stand in front of this dude that want to fight because he want to come in. Yeah. Now with, you with ask no me mask. to do something else. With now, no mask. With no mask. Yeah. So now I got to tussle with somebody that don't got a mask on, and yeah. it's not my job to tussle with nobody yeah. on a yeah. regular well, What basis. grounds do I have to stand on when we go to court? Exactly That's my point. Thing. So now, because I once the once the situation escalates, yeah. now I feel like you threatening me personally. Yeah. Now when I uh-huh. want to respond to the threat, we now. gonna go to court. Y'all, y'all got my back, Walmart. Or y'all, Walton family. You paying my exactly. You paying my fees because if I I can lay them down. Yeah. And set an example. Right. But are you gonna have my back yeah. when I yeah. said you this ain't example? coming to Walmart yeah, with yeah, a mask yeah, player? Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't coming so to what, my spot. So what are you doing now? Are you are you now employing people that is their sole job? Mm-hmm. To do this So you're hiring You know security guards Stuff like that mm-hmm. Are you hiring those people or Are you just trying to turn Your regular employees Into you yeah. know Into security yeah. And that's and, not fair to them And, and it provides it's, it's, it's a very high risk situation Very 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 high risk Because you got somebody Trying to do something They're not trained to do Very I, Exactly You know Not trained to do Not equipped to do So what are they going to do You going to make them hey, They got a glove up And you got a scrub Alright now we can go And I can escort you Out of the yeah. uh, Out of yeah. Walmart well, Yeah How, How's this going to play out So it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of things and that's why I, I truly believe if it's not an essential business, then people shouldn't be forced to wear a mask. Businesses should just, at this point in time, should just have to put signs up and say, hey, if you come in here, you risk yeah. getting COVID. And and I, I think it'll do, it's going to do multiple things, right? There's always a risk versus reward. But we, we've also seen the economic impacts of COVID mm-hmm. and people not going anywhere. So now you have the unessential businesses. There's uh, a bar association or, or a group or a union or something like that that's, you know, countersuing certain states because they're not able to operate. And I get it. They got to eat. They got to eat. The economy can't stop. There's bills aren't stopping. Uh, the, 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 the bailout money that people are getting is not sufficient. I understand. People are afraid for their livelihoods uh, in multiple ways. So either I go to work and I get sick or I stay home and I don't make no money. Mm-hmm. Either or, right? You're, you're screwed either way. So, so I, I risk getting sick going to the grocery store. I, I co- <laughs> to, yes, yes, yes. Or quarantining with other people. Yeah. But we don't get on quarantine babies in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, so I, I get it. But maybe saying it that way is a way for every, you know, it's, it's a happy medium, right? Because when you go out into the world, you know, COVID nineteen is what's the head the headlines right now. But you're mm-hmm. at risk of a lot of shit when you leave. Oh uh, man. When you leave, right? And and when you talk about percentages, we're talking about percentages, there's percentages of, you know, auto accidents, there's yeah. percentages of drunk drivers, there's percentages getting robbed, of stab. getting robbed, stabbed, uh domestic debu- uh domestic violence. violence. Like there's a lot of shit that you're at risk of when you leave the house. And the question is, is it worth you leaving the house for? Are you willing to take that rest to accomplish whatever goal yes. it is that you want to accomplish? Yeah, and you're right. And to, and, and to your point, I do believe that I, I'm not on the side to want to police people that don't want to be policed. If, you, if you're yeah. okay risking your life, rock out. Yeah. If you want to, you know, like I said, if you want to work in a coal mine, rock out. If you want to work in a dangerous, you know, you know, oil rig that's out in the middle of, you know, middle of the ocean, rock out. Uh, if you want to uh, play football and run, you know, 20 miles an hour into another person repeatedly to make money, mm. rock out, right? 
But understand that when you accept, when you want to do these things, you volunteer to do these things. Nobody's making you do them. Yeah. You volunteer to do these things. You take the personal. You assume risk. the risk, and if you take the personal risk, and you okay with the the results, and you're not gonna cry, you're not gonna mm-hmm. whine, you're not gonna sue nobody. Rock out. That's it, right? man. Don't I, 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 all I'm saying, the, the only other way. Don't, don't be coming back crying and whining don't, later. Don't. Upset. Don't, because don't. the risk that you took don't. caught up with your ass. Don't. Go fucking do something else. Yeah, now you, it's, like, it's like working out and then complaining because you're sore. Yeah, go do man, something stop else. Crying. Stop. It is what it is. That, that means it's working. The shit happens, yeah, right? Yeah, you, that's what you do. You, like, shit happens, deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nut up. Like, it, it is. It is what it is. As long as, as long as everybody who's making these decisions can assume the risk and they'll live or die with how they go, I'm all for it. And I wouldn't choose to just stay the fuck away from you yeah. and let you live your exactly. life. You choose accordingly. Yeah, I don't need to go to bars. I don't need to do none of this nut shit. And as, long as, as long as those people, when they go to the essential places, take the precautions that they're supposed to take. Yes. Then they can do whatever else it is that they want to do, however they want to do it, because that's what they're doing already anyway. They are. They are. They're already uh, doing it. They're already having house parties or barbecues or, you know, running around in this place, you know, and, and they got a mask and they just throw it on when they have to. Yeah, and then they put it on and don't put it over their nose. Yeah, that's just don't another put it on the nose. I was in the spot yesterday. Half of the people in there had their mask pulled down on their chin. Yeah. And and one dude was in there whining and crying about how long he had to wait on this and that. And it took everything in me not to tell him to stop being a bitch. Either stop mumbling and whining or be a man and speak up. One way or the other. It's, yeah, one way or the other. Say, say, said, it, say it with your chest. Yeah, it's it's a fuck your up. choice. But, boy, if I wasn't working, oh, I would have lost it. I, I never wanted to be in my in my regular clothes at a certain point in time more than I did yesterday. <laughs> I was like, if I was just in some jeans and a T-shirt and some slides, I'd let this dude have it. Yeah. Yeah, like that that story you had. Was that was it a smoothie, smoothie place that you was in? Oh, you? <laughs> man. I'd have let this dude have a business, boy. All that the wine. smoothie place? All that whining and crying and mumbling under your breath because you're hoping people listening to you. Say it with your chest. Yeah, man. You can be a man and speak up or sit there and, and shut the fuck up. So an- another thing that I've seen that's that's recently made headlines, well, a couple of things that made headlines, but but these in particular. So Lebanon going boom. Yo. That wasn't where I was going, but let, we can talk about that, though. <laughs> hey, some people got real problems. Yo. That video, hmm. first the, the fire that was there is like, what the fuck is burning so much? Mm-hmm. And then that explosion that looked like some shit out yeah. of a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. You see the before and after? Where yeah. they showed the building, then they showed the crater? Yes. <laughs> some people got real problems and we right gonna, now. All right, look, we'll, we'll, we'll wait until the news comes out and reports mm-hmm. whatever the fuck the news is going to report. Yeah, not what uh, happened, but whatever yeah, they're going to yeah. report. What they're going to report, but... That mushroom cloud looks a lot like shit that was dropped somewhere and not some <laughs> shit that came. It's not down up. It's, it's up down. Yeah. The way that yeah. mushroom cloud looks. Like, I don't it, looks, it looks mighty purposeful. Yeah, yeah, That ain't, you know, I, you know, yeah. we talking about the science shit we yeah. talking about before, but I've, I've seen yeah. videos yeah. of bombs yeah. being I dropped. I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I ain't mean to sidetrack you, though. But I was just. No, but that was. <laughs> it's look, real things and, happening. And I've seen the, the stuff that's on the, 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 the periphery. So there was a woman that was taking uh, wedding photos and mm-hmm. some other folks, and there's just regular life. We worried about people in the NBA in a bubble. <laughs> stepping we stepping out to get wings. We worried about Step, college football. Step, stepping, yeah. out to, stepping out to get wings. We worried about how they how they play baseball and ain't nobody in the stands. Hey, man, look. That's what people worried you see, about. When I, when I say me and this guy, when I say me and this guy. That's, that's what people worry about right now. When I say right me now. and this guy, sometimes I don't have to say shit for it to go where I wanted to go. This guy's going where I wanted to go. 
<laughs> but I will say, I will say thoughts and prayers to everybody that's, that's in Lebanon. That was some fucked up shit. And for you to just be living your life, having uh, your wedding pictures, holding your babies, walking your dog, just man. at fucking work, and some shit like this that's just that? fucking happened. Man, taking a shit. Hey, man, this fucking mass shit is nothing compared to what people are dealing with in the real fucking <laughs> world. That was nuts. You are having a beautiful day. Even when what struck me now is even after the shit happened, you look in the sky, the sun's still out. It still looked like it was a beautiful fucking day. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful day. People were outside. The weather was decent over there. And then all of a sudden, you lose so many square feet of a fucking city. It's mm-hmm. gone. Whoever you knew in that part, uh, it's gone. Um, that's some that's some different shit to deal with. That's some different shit to see. Like that's the shit that really affects me. Yeah. Right. Not the not the NBA, the NFL, the mass, the president saying yeah. stupid shit. That don't bother me as much as shit like this. Like I could be I'm talking about shit you ain't got no control over. Yeah. I could be just chilling. We could be out having a cigar. A cigar and next thing you whiskey, know, whiskey, gone. Gone. We see we see a fucking mushroom cloud or something like that, and yeah. and, and you see people weren't even close to the mushroom cloud, yeah. And that shit just went whoosh, yeah. And you know what I always think about? Anytime I think about a large scale event, you know, even like nine eleven, mm-hmm. anything that's just really really large scale. As soon as it happens, what do you do next? Where do you start? What what role do you take on? How do you go about making this situation better? Because it's shitty, so so what, what do you do? Where, where did where, where did the first hand go? It's so many things. You know, if you live in somewhere that's that's, that's not as advanced as other places, you know, yeah. you know where they've had earthquakes or tsunamis. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you start? Because it's going to take you. Just cleanup is going to take you years. Yeah, like not that, rebuilding, just cleanup. That alters your shit, right? Because you had you know everybody that goes to work every day. We have, we have a routine. Yeah, we have a routine. Get up, coffee, get the kids ready, whatever, go to work, go to school, come back, you know, deal with your family, make sneak a drink in, go to sleep, do the shit over again, the yeah. same the next guy there. Now, your whole shit changed. Now, now you're in that sci-fi Everything. movie, that Netflix special. Your shit changes. Everything. Now you're in survival mode. Who do you call first? Do you panic when you can't get in touch with them? Do you go looking for them? Do you help the people that's next to you? How does your life, like, what, how do you fucking eat now? Yeah. Right. Where's your food come? Like all the shit's gone. You eat. You can't go. Like your routine is upset, and now you're spending the next few years of your life. Yo, your routine is ruined. Yeah. The next few years of your life. Now you're trying to figure out how do you live like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like you said, what? What the fuck do I do first? What do I do? Yeah. What's what's the next five minutes? Are we done? Is something else coming too? Yeah. What's the yeah? What's the necessity? And then that's not including health risk down the road because all mm. the dust and all the stuff that's in the air and you don't know what was in the place that blew up or like the stuff that happened after 9-11 because yeah. all the shit that people was breathing yeah. in. This is just the right now, what do I do? This is not the long term, what do I do? This no. is how, what do I do to survive and get by now? That's it. And to try to get the right here, right now better. And that's some, that's that's some what different I think shit, about. man. All the times I think about if something like that happens, what do I as an individual do? That's that's some that's some different shit. And I, I I think we've been in this country and I say we as we as a whole, as the American people, that we've been spoiled by certain things, right? When war has happened historically, it hasn't happened in this country. Right. It's happened in other right. places, right? So we don't have the experience of a bomb being dropped, right? With the exception of Hawaii and Pearl Harbor, we don't have the 
we don't have the bomb being dropped here and people invading and attacking and never knowing that any day my life could be upset by some mm-hmm. shit I have no fucking control over. Well, that and the fact that we have a really good emergency system established. Yeah, even, even if shit even does Even though happen. it may not yeah. always be orderly. Yeah. But you got your city, you got, you got your something. state, you got yeah. your National Guard. Yeah. You have resources that can be, I don't want to say easily, but readily deployed when something happens. Yes, the resources are there. You know that the Red Cross is coming to help. Yeah, the resources are there. And you and and, and, and past that, the next step is you expect yeah, somebody exactly. to be there. Yeah, you yeah, expect yeah. somebody because to show up. Because that's what we're used to, but it's yes. a lot of places don't have those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's some... So that's the shit I... It, 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 seeing stuff like that, it's, it's, there's some benefits to it. There's a lot of bad shit that, that comes along with it, but there's some benefits to it that it, it makes me realize, you know, where we are. And, 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 you know, some of this shit's the luck of the draw. It's just where we are at, you know, at the mm-hmm. point in time where we're living, right? Well, we have these things, but it, it puts things in perspective to where the bullshit that most people hear complain about is so fucking soft. It's so fucking frivolous. Because yeah, the world is because our world is spoiled. It's so fucking frivolous, man, that that's the part that really annoys me. The people that can sit in their air conditioned mm-hmm. with their full fucking bellies. I don't want to rent pay. Well, other places whooping you with a stick because you don't wear a mask. Yeah, and complain <laughs> and complain on social media about the way somebody ate a fucking hamburger is amazing to me. Oh, they gave me coffee and it was hot. Yeah, and, and, and on, amazing pimp. to me. And and they spelled my name wrong and and they gave me somebody else's order and it's like it i think people have a complex of and this is most people have a complex of needing an enemy they need something to complain about every day and so when shit's going too good they got to find something there has to be something to complain about when you go when you go to work on mondays and ask how your weekend was you know that bullshit conversation everybody does mm-hmm. or something there has to be something that you complain about People ask you about your significant other. You complain about your spouse, your kids, your job, your temperature outside. You had a fucking cold. Well, there has to be I, I something think, to complain about. I think part of that has to do with the fact that we've become and probably always were a society that thrives on negative things. All right. You talk about how good your life is. Nobody wants to hear that all the time. You know what? You're For the correct. Most part. You're correct. Overly happily, people make me nervous. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so they want to hear you when you when you you know the the squeaky wheel gets the oil type yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. They want to hear you when you when you're yeah. complaining about something. It's like one up in each other. Like, exactly. oh, look at my pain, and oh, yeah. what about my pain, and oh, you don't know about my pain. Yeah. You know, nobody yeah. wants to sit and listen you. to you and say, "How was your week?" And every time you answer, it's like it was absolutely wonderful. It was beautiful. I became yeah. one with you know the world. Yeah. yeah. They'll stop asking. You know, you. I rode the wind. Yeah. They'll stop asking. It you. was beautiful. Yeah. You know, nobody wants nobody in our society historically wants to hear that all the time. No, we. I mean, look at our news. We thrive on negative stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of positive fucking pieces there. Yeah. It's it's always and even if there's a positive piece, there's always a negative slant. Yeah, it's a he made it despite the fact that his dad wasn't there and his mom was on crack. Like this, yeah. there's always a it's there's always, always a near yeah, it's some there. You know, it, like it just can't be when I that. watch TV. Like uh, I watch Titan Games. Mm-hmm. Every person on there got a sad story. Nobody yes. cares about your sad story. Don't give a fuck. Because everybody got one. Nobody cares. Everybody got a sad story. Everybody I lost got my mom. Shit. I lost my dad. I yeah. broke my leg. I hurt my yeah. back. 
Nobody cares. Cool. Everybody eventually loses all that shit. Everybody got issues. Nobody wants to continuously hear about that shit. Yeah. But it's, but it's, but like it's, that it's a story. Yeah. It's a hook on every, on everything. You're right. Because it's they know as a society, everything. people like to hear the bad stuff, the negative stuff. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear, oh, I'm a great, great athlete, and I came from a wonderful family. I got everything I want. Yes. And they paid for me to have trainers all my life, and that's why I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. No. Nobody wants to hear that. No, 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 no. They look for the other shit. Yeah. Nobody wants they to look hear for that. Other shit. That don't make a good story. No, 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 no. But what about that one time you were in the strip club and- yeah, really? I was in there because my daddy gave me ten grand to spend. That's why I, I was in there. I, Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because <laughs> it's just these stories yeah, it's <laughs> don't come from nowhere. Except <laughs> 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 for yeah, a lot of these, these stories is, is these true things. Stories. These things come from places. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, people like the sad, the negative. A lot of times because it makes them feel is. better about their life. I wonder why that shit is, man. Because we, we a lot of them makes them feel better about their life. We touched on that shit earlier too about you know, and, and I, I can't recall, but I know we we personally have touched on. I don't know if we covered it on the podcast, but there's some people that are in relationships like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's like everything's going good, so you got to find something. Yeah, you got to find something. So I have a there's a lady I've been going to. Uh, shout out to Miss Gloria. I know she don't listen to it, but I'm gonna shout out anyway because that's that's my partner. Uh, been going to I was going to the same cleaners for. Shit, I don't know, five, seven consecutive years. And there's an old black lady in there, Miss Gloria. She looks like everybody's old aunt that plays spades and shit, drink dark liquor and shit, <laughs> shit with her friends, right? She's hilarious. So I, I go in there and I drop my clothes off and she had a conversation. You know, she called me about my government name we talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you know she's your auntie. Right. Um, so we had, we had some conversation. Whether you want to talk to her or not, she going to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be pulled in her conversation no yeah. matter what. And you ain't leaving till she's done. You ain't leaving till she's done. Till she done. You get your shit and you be you headed, headed towards, to the door. And she yeah. be like, hey, what about this one time? Yeah, you like, oh, I was and, almost and, there. And, I was and, almost yeah, out But the door. to be respectful, you got to sit and listen and talk to Miss Gloria. And I'd say, look, I... Even though I know I've done this with my family too, I still, I, I still, I still cut for Miss Gloria well, on her birthdays mm-hmm. and, and and holidays. I still bring her bring her a couple bottles of some stuff she ain't ever seen before, mm-hmm. just to brighten up her day, man. Because she she's a wonderful person. But I remember she said something to me uh, before about her relationship with her husband. Sometimes she said, you know, sometimes I just walk in the house and just start some shit. Mm. I said, Miss Gloria, I said, Miss Gloria, why, why, why do you do that? She said, just it keeps it spicy. You know, we really ain't got no worries and shit. Like I know, I know me, I know him. We old. We don't do all the shit we used to do. All I need to do is drink my liquor, play my little cards and shit like that, and I go to bed and go to work. He said, but sometimes to keep it spicy, I just come in and start some shit, start some shit. just to make it spicy. Like, hey, why you drinking so goddamn loud? <laughs> just, just some little, some little shit that just breaks up the monotony. Yeah. Now to her. On her side, it was comical to me, but I understand that. But mm-hmm. I there's some truth in it. Th- there's truth in it. But the larger point is sometimes there's a lot of things that go well for people, and then they you know they focus on the minor. And I'm talking about the minor problems, not the major problems. There's some shit where your life is going pretty good, but it can go better just because you know people are racist and shit's fucked up. But there's some little shit like, yeah, they fucked up my stopper. Excuse me, my my or my coffee order, or they you know they put cheese on this, and I didn't want cheese and some yeah. shit like that. Like that's yeah, that's some shit. Some of us don't eat cheese out there's there. Some, there's Goddamn. some stories. There's some yeah, of some, some of us don't us, eat cheese. Some of us say they don't eat fucking cheese, but eat a whole pizza. But anyway, so we, we gonna pass. Cheese off my chicken sandwich. We gonna, and giving it back to we me. gonna pass. But I'm, we gonna eat a whole pizza though with cheese on. We gonna pass that. But oh. it's I, I think people do in certain situations, and it and it's it's because something else, right? You're pissed off about something else, and you lash out in this way. But I think mm-hmm. there's some people who hunt for negativity to give their life some meaning 
I need yeah. to complain about something because everybody else is complaining about something. Yeah, it draws attention. It draws, it draws attention. attention. I just can't be happy. I just can't be. Yeah. You cool? Yeah, I'm great, man. It draws, it's, it draws attention. This this is the person that rant and raves about everything. Yeah, this is the person that always got something to say. You know, yeah. the person that's, that's nice and quiet, even if they got issues with certain things that don't say something, those are people that get overlooked in society. Yes. And that's why you got so many people that that have uh, attached themselves to this negative attitude or this uh, this outlook or this lifestyle of, of complaining and always calling things out and, oh, this mm. is wrong and that was wrong or, well, the food was great, but she gave me the wrong fork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just a yeah. fork. Yeah. Who cares if it's a salad yeah. fork or a dinner I, fork? I wanted a spork. It's a, yeah. I wanted a spork so you I can do You know, Matt, because the number on the back of the spork wasn't the it's, one they it's wanted. It's a multi tool. That's old school. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. It's a multi tool, and I had more things on my plate. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's society is just naturally gives those people more attention. Yes. Yes. And, and so, w- with that, I'll say to everybody that's listening to us, and even even if you know you have some friends that you're speaking to that don't listen to the podcast, really try to sit and enjoy positivity. Like enjoy the good things, right? Smell your flowers while you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Try to search for the good things in your life. In there, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens, and mm-hmm. and social media and the internet just amplifies it. TV amplifies yeah. it. TV their TV's job is to attack your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media's job is to attack your insecurities, right? The people who post the most on social media are the people that hate their lives the fucking most. Yep. And they want you to hate your fucking life as much as they hate theirs. Mm-hmm. So they're going to attack you every chance you get. But believe um, there's just as much good out there and just as much great and wonderful things. There's more. There's more. There's you know? more great, just like you said, the percentages, mm-hmm. right? We got 1% versus 99%. Exactly. And we I'll don't talk about what, 99, we talk about the one. Man, learn to respect the quiet and the content. Hmm. A lot of times, if you're real quiet, oh, something wrong with him. Why yeah. they quiet? Yeah. Oh, he must, you know, not want to be here. No. Yeah. Just quiet. Yes. And people want to add turmoil to make you as miserable That's as right. they are. Right. When you're in your mode, you in your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm in my zen they, mode. They want to add ripples to the water. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm floating. I'm yeah. floating. I'm yeah, meditating. I'm good. I'm good. I'm meditating. And you want to put these goddamn yeah. ripples in my water. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm a bird. I'm just soaring. Just, so I ah, just. So if you can, if you can, and most people can do it if you really sit and think about it, try to identify the moment people are trying to put ripples in your water. Try to identify that. Mm -hmm. Once you identify it and you know and you recognize, no, 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 you're trying to do this purposefully. Yeah. Because I'm not in your shit like you are. Mm-hmm. Then try to remove yourself from those people in those situations. Yeah. So I believe a lot of people need to take a break. And what I mean by break, I mean permanent from yeah. social media, from television, because it's put there. It's put there to enhance, to poke at, to highlight mm-hmm. insecurities and make yeah. other people feel what they want you to feel. So they're mm-hmm. guiding you. And if you feel that way, it makes you direction. hold on. It makes you because hold you're on looking to for it. something. You feel like you're lacking something. You feel like you're lacking. You feel like you need something else. You feel like you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You feel like your life's not good enough. You feel like somebody's doing better. You feel like you should, you're a failure at certain shit because you see things, you hear things, you do things. But let me tell you, and we touched on it before, majority of these people that folks idolize, whether it's um, singers, actors, whether it's life coaches, business coaches, <laughs> everybody with these fancy ass marketing schemes, mm-hmm. they're fucked up. 
Yeah, they're fucked up. Their lives yeah. are fucked up. Marriage they're not as successful. They're not as counselors has been divorced four times. They're not as successful <laughs> as their forward facing um, their facade is. They're not. They're not as that fucking successful, right? If anybody, anybody in my in my experience, if I'm making a shit ton of money, it is not in my interest to tell you how to make a shit ton of money. I don't give a shit about you making a shit ton of money. I give a shit about me. So anybody that approaches you with a deal that says, hey, if you want to be like me, I will give you the rules, don't fucking trust them. Mm-hmm. If it's anybody that that says it's a privilege for you to know me or to be involved in this or for me to even be talking to you, don't fucking talk to them. There's disrespect and there's people that are looking to tear you down and bring you down to their level. Uh, understand that you're going to need to point these things out. And you don't always need to react uh, abrasively to these things You don't need no. to get upset about them But you need to understand mm. them you, you need to see them You need to recognize man. them And then you need to put them see, in their proper place That's exactly what I was going to say It is always, always, always better to know what you're working with Always Because when you know what you're working with Then you can adjust your life, your actions You can make the decisions To get the best outcome that you can get out of the situation Because you know what you're working with When you're working with the yeah. unknown now you're forced to just throw stuff out there and just see what happens. You're reacting instead of making decisions. Yes, yes, so and that's what they want you. Better always. That's ask what they want you. Ask the hard questions. That's hey. what they want you. That's and what they. That's what they want you reacting. They and ask the exactly. hard questions. They want you on your on your off balance. They and, want I'm a, you and I'm a, and I'm a, I'm gonna go where Bane is, and then we'll close mm-hmm. it out too. Because I had uh, this is a classic uh, classic tactic that they use. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've owned several businesses throughout my career and I just I feel naked when I'm not running a business and you know there's there's a blend of working for people and then working for yourself in different ways so I, I'm running business and people approach you with different you know things hey pay for this and I'll get you this and you join this group and you can be that and this that and the third right so I had a person that I was brought to me by somebody that says hey you should join this group it's a networking group but it's a uh, you have to pay for it um, and then once you pay for it, then you get so much business from this group because it's an exclusive group, yada, 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 right? First thing in my mind, business owner, I'm not in business of giving away money for free. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am yeah, I paying yeah. for? So I'm what asking questions, right? So I sent a list back. I sent an uh, email back with, with 10 questions or so, just like, these are the things that concern me about this. And there's so many free resources out there. Why the fuck would I pay for this? What am I getting out of it? And let me tell you, the, the response to that email, it started <laughs> off as, well, it's the marketing. Well, here's what we offer and this, this, this. But then it got to, you could tell they was kind of pissed off because I was challenging shit. Well, well, let me ask you some questions now and let's do this. And let me tell you now, when somebody, when you're asking questions because you're trying to get an understanding and you're trying to cover your ass they and they say, let me ask you some you. questions, stop the conversation. Because yeah, it ain't worth the shit. Stop the conversation. Stop the conversation. Don't go any fucking further. That is a mm-hmm. classic sales tactic. They're trying to get you now trying to off balance. Yep. Trying They're trying to, to get you attention. off balance. Make sure they answer your fucking questions directly and honestly. Ask all the questions mm-hmm. you have because somebody's asking you for something. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do this with you. Yeah. And this is just, you know what? This is just all of life. This is life. Ask direct questions. Direct questions. And when people start talking around your questions and don't answer Or asking you, you questions? You stop them and you no. say, I asked you a direct question. Yes. I need an answer to this. Yes. And it's the same thing whether it's work, everything. whether it's relationships, everything. Whether it's work relationships, especially relationships. When people start everything. changing stuff, oh, what about? No, I yeah. asked you a question. You yeah. answer this question and then we can yeah. talk about whatever you want. Yeah. Let me ask you, what about? Have you yeah. thought about? No, no fuck no, no, all no. that. Answer the question. Answer that my I asked question. You. 
Yeah. Answer my question. Answer all my questions when I get all my questions out because you want something from me. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to you with this shit. You came to me. You want something from me, you answer my questions first. Yeah. Then we can take the next step. Now we can sit back and talk. Recognize that, understand it. Also understand that people that are in the business of making money, they only talk to you when it's in their interest of making more mm-hmm. money. Because I don't need to tell you how I make money. Yeah. I don't need to school and, you and, on and the And if they game. offer you the ability to make money, believe that they're making more money. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There is There is a hook. Yeah. There's always they're, a hook. They're not dealing with you so that y'all can be equal. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, no. So if I ask you if you if you give me if you give me a hundred dollars, you can make seven hundred dollars by next month. Don't fucking believe me. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. So with that said, we didn't even write this shit down. We kind of just went off the cuff with this, which I which I like. Sometimes it's love. But that means like we, that. we we have more and more topics for next time. Yeah. Uh, whiskey therapy signing off again. This is this is magic. We got Bane on the other side. Uh, I'll spare you guys the AKAs. There's, there's way too many to name right now. <laughs> oh, but I will on. say, I will say, the sun is shining brighter. The uh, birds are chirping better. I am a new father. Twenty twenty. Uh-huh. Like, like magic, it. baby. Hey man. It's like hey. magic. <laughs> It's how we do. We are growing up. I'm going to cheer. Sprinkling oh, the pixie gotta, dust. Got to toast my brother, man. Whiskey therapy, we are out. Uh, yeah. See you guys. That's Drinks good. up.